0: The following program has been furnished and paid for by Auto Pros Radio Show, and KSCB is not responsible for its content or the products or services offered. <laughs> up the doors, the garage is open, and here we go, the Auto Pros Radio Show. And now, here's Robert, Jody, and Lynn, the Auto Pros.
1: All right, good morning, Houston. Welcome back to Auto Pros Radio Show for the second half hour, Woo-hoo! second hour. Sitting across the table from me here is Mr. Jody Chesser. Yes, sir. Good morning. Miss Lynn Beckwith, that car lady. Howdy, y'all. I'm Robert with Auto Tech Chronics. Here to take your calls, 281-558-5738. That's 281-558-KSCV. Let's go ahead and talk to Tom. He's been holding through the break. Tom, you're on Auto Pros Radio. Well,
2: good morning, everybody. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, Happy New Tom. Year, sure. Tom. Happy New Year. I uh, I uh, called this morning. Uh, Lynn, you posted something earlier this week, but I heard you talking about this boat, okay?
3: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yes, sir.
2: I want to help you out. He wants so to, want to go for a to... ride. Well, here's how it's going to work. I want you to go stand in front of the mirror, and you put the pictures of the three boats that you like in front of you. Okay. And then you can do this yourself, or you can have uh, one of your mechanic people do it. Take one of them uh, two-pound dead blows uh, hammers (laughs) and whack yourself in the head.
3: (laughs) I might need help with that
2: and when you when you come to whichever one is still a clear image and and uh that's the one you go with okay <laughs> all right now <laughs> earlier this week on facebook you posted a thing uh, it was uh, boy 5.0 and hubby 1.0 oh
3: <laughs> i wasn't that funny
2: i want you to read that for the audience i think it would be wonderful
3: uh-huh. to
2: hear that in 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 the uh in the voice of a woman, and, and the inflection, uh, where you feel necessary to put the inflection
3: point. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. all right.
2: Yeah, it was <laughs> funny. It. And uh, of course, you know, uh, I hope everybody does better in twenty four than twenty three. We gotta, we gotta take that out, throw it in the garbage, and and start new. And I mean, from uh, top to bottom, all the way from that uh, capital city to uh, Austin to everywhere. That's And cool. uh, it, it's a it's a, it's oh, a boy, fresh, I, I fresh could, year
4: to make a change, isn't it, Tom? Well,
2: I, I could go on for the next 16 hours, but y'all don't have the time and I don't have the voice. So, that's all I got to say. And uh, keep your baby in the garage. Let's go. Go Texans. All right, Texans. Thank you. All right yeah. Tom.
3: Happy New Year, sir. Yeah, Big, game.
4: Call? <laughs> Big game tonight for the Texans. Yeah. 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 Texans and the Colts. And we're going for the playoffs, so. It's important. I think we'll win. Yeah. CJ Stroud, he's looking good. I'm glad yeah. he's back. And yeah, man, we squeaked through the other games. And but what a difference when he came back last week. And and I think he's I think he's gonna be a good game. Yeah. Definitely that's gonna watch tonight. Yes, yeah. ma'am. seven o'clock.
3: Uh, see, I've got to watch the Ohio State basketball game, men's ah. basketball. My nephew Colby's oh. playing tonight. Oh, yeah. is, he's got uh, a
4: big college game at Relyon yeah. on Monday. uh-huh coming up too. Lots of yeah. sports
3: opportunities. Yeah. It's a winner go
1: home deal. Yeah, for the Texans, that's for sure.
3: How funny! Well, Tom, I will uh, I will share that post again on the AutoPro site for any of you that want to read through it. So no, you know to what look. Tom's talking I'll about. It was to funny. I'll look at that. Yeah, yeah. it's funny. It, it is was funny. <laughs> so, and some of the comments were funny too. So you'll have to do the whole thing. I wonder who
1: took the time to write that out. Man. I know that took some time. Yeah. All and right. I will
3: share it over there.
1: Give us a call, 281-558-5738. That's 281-558-KCV. Let's go out and talk to Ken in spring. Ken, you're on Auto Pros Radio.
5: Hey, how you guys doing? All right, how you um, doing? Haven't, good, haven't been able to hear what was going on, so I don't know if I'm off topic today. But this is the idle air control valve from last weekend. Right, yes, sir. Did some more troubleshooting. Um, so uh, here, here's what I did this morning. It, it still does the high idle at cold startup, real high idle. Okay. So, um, I measured the resistance of the IAC at about eight ohms, so it's about one and a half amps in that circuit. Not bad. When I key on engine off with the connector disconnected, I have plus, I have battery voltage on the solid red wire. Mm-hmm. But interesting, I also have about ten volts on the uh, white blue trace wire.
1: Sometimes that's right.
5: Okay. And then um, when I connect that with key on engine off, then they both go to battery voltage. Right. Okay. So then, uh, then I go engine starts, mm-hmm. and um, a- and now I have ten volts on the blue with white, mm-hmm. and uh, it's high idling. I wrapped it with the end of my saw, my my hammer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, no change. Mm-hmm. Oh, I should also mention that I did front probe while it was disconnected with battery voltage, and I do hear it click regardless of polarity. I can put plus 12 on the two terminals in there, mm-hmm. and it does go click, click. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, when it's now, it, it only high idles just for a minute or so at the real 2000. Then it comes down to about 1100 where it normally is. Mm-hmm. And then when I disconnect the plug, it makes a change. And then it, and it goes all the way to 700 RPM idle. Right. And then when I reconnect that plug, it goes, it goes back up, you know, and that 10 volts is there.
4: Because before you didn't have a change, right?
5: Uh, that's right. And this morning I didn't either. While it was at the really high idle, uh, I had 10 volts or 12, well, 10 on the white uh, with blue trace. And I would, and it was way up at 2,000 RPM. I would unplug it, and there was no change. Mm-hmm. And then it only takes about 30, 40, maybe less than a minute, maybe temperature related. Mm-hmm. And and then when I uh, unplug it, now it drops down to idle, even though it's a cold engine.
1: Because 10 and, volts on that white and blue wire.
5: Yeah. Yeah, no, that's
1: and, that's about right.
5: Okay. So yeah, if it's
1: idling, is. have you replaced you replaced it and it still does it, or you haven't?
5: No, I, I haven't replaced it, and I haven't even pulled it off to look in there. But mm-hmm. I just I thought I'd play first. Yeah.
1: The uh, the uh, but ten volts is about what you normally see on them when it's idling correctly. Yeah. It sound, so it okay.
4: sounds like the control circuit and everything is it's working is up to snuff. Yeah. And that's what we yep. wanted to make sure of, obviously.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because so the lo- that side that had the ten volts, the lower that voltage is, the higher it should idle.
5: Oh, mm-hmm.
1: interesting. So ten, so ten volts is about what I would normally see on a on a car that has a good clean throttle body, clean IAC. You huh. Usually get to see ten. Uh, like when you get a real dirty throttle body, they'll be around you know nine, eight, sometimes seven. You okay. know, because it's trying to compensate for all the sludge buildup.
5: Yeah, th- that was just cleaned two weeks right. ago. So for it to be uh, at
1: ten, the control side's where it wants to be. Uh, huh. You just need to get you a good motorcraft high speed control motor and try it. I guess
5: so. Mm-hmm. I guess it's worth the seventy bucks. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Well, now
4: <laughs> now you've you've done all your pre checks. Mm-hmm. and You know yeah. and the control's good, so now it comes down to the to the device itself. But, yeah. You know, just because it doesn't change when you hit it with a hammer or a screwdriver. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, that, that's just kind of a, an indication. Sure. You know, you might get lucky and it works, but you sure. know, if, it, if it's sticking in a certain spot, like we were saying, I think, last week, was if you take that out and you can look at that needle and you can see scoring, you know, right. in many cases where it's been dragging inside right. that body. Right. And uh, so, you know, if you take it off and look at it, it might really tell you a whole lot more but it sounds like it's just time to get a new iac for that one
3: boy we used to see those so frequently oh absolutely constant constant repair not that long ago
5: yeah okay so the higher the voltage so so if i had 12 volts 12 volts across there let's say uh it should it it should be idling low Low. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, it has ten volts on it and it's idling, idling high. Yeah, but ten I... ten
1: volts is like that's normal. That's where it pulls it down to. That's your that's the normal reading. But and if then it,
5: when I unplug it, what's happening? It's well, then you late say late.
1: then is then there's like no nothing pulling down, and it should yeah. it should snap shut and go way down to seven hundred.
5: Yeah that's right
1: yeah but just because it does that now it doesn't mean the mode thing is still good it it should yeah. as long as you know you don't have any vacuum leaks which you shouldn't have any if it's at 10 volts that means it's trying to do something uh usually if you've got like a really large vacuum leak it'll be that'll be as high as 12 volts sometimes because it won't ground it yeah. at all it's trying to bring it down I but do um know? there's or you got i think I think you just need to try a new
4: idle speed control motor
5: Okay, and I'm also going to, it's going to be tough to get off, man. Two 10 millimeter screws, I'm done, and they're looking right at me. It's going to okay. take you all day, isn't it? Uh, oh, man. I might <laughs> get to it by the end
4: of the show. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Well, let us know.
5: Okay. Thanks, you guys. Thanks Thank
4: for the update, Cam. Uh-huh. Goodbye. All right. Give us a call,
1: 281-558-5738. That's 281-558-KSCB.
3: Now, that was a part we almost stocked back in the day. I know.
1: Back in the day. Oh, yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it was very uh, common. No, but.
1: It's funny how things change. First, it was you got to have these purge valves
4: for the front, mm-hmm. the front of the old, old vibe leader. You remember yeah. those? Oh, yeah. God, how many of those did you replace? Tons. Yeah. Yeah, Kenneth caught last week on that one, and we gave him some good pointers. So he did his homework. Yeah. Right. Got it all checked out. So now he's going to go find a good part. Mm-hmm. And I think he would be back in. Back in idle, you might say. Right. I mean, I would just look and make sure you ain't got any vacuum leaks anywhere, but it doesn't sound like he does. Nah, it doesn't sound like it. And, you know, especially if he had a large vacuum leak, he'd, you know, end up with check engine lights on, everything else. That, and it wouldn't
1: ever go down to idle. Of course, he says it does after it just runs for a little bit, like that uh, motor gets a little
4: bit of heat in it. It sounds like, uh, with all the checks and everything he's done, he's made some improvement to it. So it's kind of jarred it just a little, but there's just not enough. Movement in there to where it's going to operate properly. Yeah, I guarantee if he pulled it off and looked at it, he'd see one side of that
1: shaft is kind of rubbed. Yeah, Cause that's what I'd always see on them. Yeah. Dragging the, it inside that body, yeah, like the uh, the bushing or whatever that holds it straight in a line wears mm-hmm. out. Yep, it wear.
4: Well, it does a lot of movement.
1: It does. It's constantly moving. <laughs> constantly. It's constantly. It never stops. It's buzzing. It's sitting they're going back and forth, back and mm-hmm. forth. It's like you're sawing a tree off.
3: It's really amazing we don't see more failures than we do on so many different components when you think about the vibration factor and
4: heat. And heat. Yeah, that moisture. Is. It's not. It's yeah. not something that's lubricated like it's got oil running through it or anything to help. You know, mm-hmm. but it's 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 doing its job. All right, where are we going, Johnny? All right, let's run out to the northwest side of town and talk to John. John, good morning. You're on with the Auto Pros.
6: Good morning. I've got a uh, 20 uh, Sierra, and when I slow down, uh, sometimes coming to a stoplight or something, the front parking sensors come on and my seat vibrates, you know, like I was pulling into a parking space. right. It doesn't do it all the time. It just does it sometimes, and I'm just wondering what's going on.
3: Are you near something in the front? Is it when you're slowing down behind another vehicle?
6: No, there can be nothing in front of me.
4: Hmm. I well, mean, something obviously is—it's pick, picking something up somewhere. Are, do, do you get any kind of warning lights uh, on when this happens at all, or anything? No, no,
6: not not whatsoever. It's you know, just like I'm. Pulling into my garage or something, you know, how the, the parking assist comes on. Right. But this will this will do it when I slow down. Sometimes, you know, at a stop sign and there's nothing around.
3: I wonder if a sensor's either dirty or loose. You know, where it's moving a little bit and something it looks like something's in front of it. Well, even I'm saying it's like
1: when he slows down, the like if the front of the truck is dipping down, yeah, and it's on the the edge of like uh, the uh, what do you want to call it, calibration of mm-hmm. it to where it's picking up the road or something.
3: That's possible. You know?
1: Does it dip? How many miles are on it?
6: I've got uh, 51,000. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's not like it's dipping in the front real
4: hard, is it? Is it?
6: I no, no, not not whatsoever. And this just started happening probably a month or two ago. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, you know, the first thing that you're going to need to do is get it to a shop, have them put a scan tool on it, run through the modules, and check for any type of trouble codes because you may not get any kind of warning lights on, but there very well could be a stored code you know, in memory, now it could be for one of the sensors, you, you know, you don't know till you really get in there, and then you can drive it with the scan tool and see if you can get it to operate in that condition, you know, while you're looking at your scan tool and see if maybe a you know, which, sensor is showing a malfunction or something like that.
1: Yeah, I mean, you might be able to see which sensor is activating and then go look at that and see if you have something going on there.
6: Well, it, it, it always seems to be, you know, on the display, it, it has the, like, the distance meter, right. a couple mm-hmm. of feet or whatever, and it seems like it's the front right okay. that is showing. So, and um, am I right? It's those four uh, dime-sized looking uh, sensors on the front
1: bumper. Correct. Yeah. Usually. Yep.
6: So should I maybe first just see if I'm, they're dirty or loose? Right, or dirty or loose,
1: like, like like loose. You know, I'd look for something that'd just okay. be able to shift. You know, and it, it picks up, it shoots down at the ground or something.
3: Yeah, you know, a different system. But I had notifications from my camera at my home the other day, just over and over and over again. And it was a spider. It's just it was up there <laughs> close enough. Yeah. That... yeah. So, so. Yeah. That, All right. That's what I'd look at well, first.
6: Okay, I guess I'll try looking at it and see if anything's loose or dirty, and if not, I'll have to bring it to a shop. Yes, check, sir.
3: check your car for spiders, John. What side of town <laughs> no. are you on? Northwest. <laughs> Northwest?
6: Uh, Northwest, Jersey Village area.
3: Um, I, You can go a little bit further east and mm-hmm. probably hit green and white in spring, right. on Spring Cypress. Right. Okay. Be in good hands there.
6: Okay. All right, thank you very
4: much. Hey, thanks well, let, for the let call. Let us know how you come out, John.
1: Yeah, let us know what
6: happens on it. All right.
1: All right, we're going to back out and take a quick break. Give us a call, 281-558-5738. That's 281-558-KSCV. You're listening to Auto Pro's radio show on 700 KSCV, The Voice. We'll be right back.
4: Hi, this is Jody. If you missed part of the show, no worries. Go to autoprosradio.com. If you need some repairs or general maintenance performed to keep your vehicle safely on the road, click on the preferred automotive shops and find a repair shop in your area recommended by Robert, Jody, and Lynn, the Auto Pros. Have a car question during the week? Send us an email at info at autoprosradio.com. And remember to tell your friends about the Auto Pros Radio Show every Saturday, 10 to noon, here on AM 700 KSEV.
1: BG Products, the number one name in preventative maintenance. Carbon buildup in your engine will reduce your fuel economy, cause engine hesitation, rough idle, and excessive oil consumption. BG Products has you covered for all your fluid maintenance services and fuel system cleaning needs. They are so confident in the quality of their product, they back it up with a lifetime protection plan. All of our AutoPros preferred service centers offer the BG services because they work. Find a list of preferred service centers at autoprosradio.com or go to bgfindashop.com to find a BG service center near you. That's BG Products, the number one name in preventative maintenance.
4: From basic maintenance to the most complex diagnostics, Autotectronics is your choice for high-quality automotive service in Katy. For 38 years, Robert and his crew have tackled the most difficult electrical and drivability problems. So whether you need an oil change, fluid maintenance, or the most up-to-date diagnostic services, Autotectronics is the premier shop in Katy, 281-391-7617. Go visit Autotectronics in Katy.
3: Is your transmission slipping, jerking, or making funny noises? Well, let me recommend the great folks at Gary's Transmission Service. Whether you have a classic car or a late model vehicle, Gary's will diagnose your problem and let you know if it's a transmission problem or something else that makes it feel like a transmission problem. The experts at Gary's Transmissions are trained in today's most complex transmissions for both foreign and domestic. All transmission rebuilds come with a local two-year, 24,000-mile parts and labor warranty, including annual preventive maintenance service at no charge during the warranty period. Quality transmission repairs done right. 281-347-8888 Gary's Transmission Service.
4: And welcome back to the Auto Pros Radio Show. I'm Jody Chesser, the Diesel Dynamo and Warranty Wizard, along with Mr. Robert Gruner from Auto Techtronics. Yes, sir. And that car lady, Miss Lynn Beckless, back with us. Howdy, y'all. Happy New Year's, everyone. We're out here to help you with your car questions, car problems. Give us a call. 281-558-5738. That's 281-558-5738. And we are running the two-for-one special. <laughs> right. So, Mr. Gary Knight, will take your call, get a little bit of your information, put you on hold. You can listen... To the show while you're on hold, and we'll get to your call just as quick as we can. Like I was telling you earlier today, this
1: morning I always look at the Tesla factory when I come by, or the dealership, whatever you want to call yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, man, it's the emptiest I ever seen. It. Really, man. Well,
3: right. and they had record sales, but. I, I'm just, you mentioned I, about sales yeah, tax. I'm just assuming sales they, yeah emptied propr- them
1: all out to get rid of that property tax. Yeah, property import tax. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, I mean, I ain't never seen it that empty. So well, you
3: might have gotten a really good deal on a Tesla. And somebody out there had to have bought or received a new car for Christmas. I know. Yeah. We're still
4: waiting on the, the yeah. call. The, yeah. They got the the big red bow on the hood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you were saying that there were uh, record sales for 2023 in December. Yeah. For the manufacturers. For all the manufacturers, yeah, we were, apparently. We were talking last week, actually, about how you see so much more inventory on the lots at the dealerships than, yeah. you know, before when they had, after COVID and the chip shortage and all that. And then you start to see a whole lot more inventory. And so um looks like they've, they've done really good. And, and we we're saying, if you're going to buy a car, Get that end of the year because those dealerships want to get rid of those vehicles, so they don't have to pay the tax on them. Yeah, I
3: wonder what right. pro- I wonder what rate of property tax they have to pay on that. When you consider how vast that inventory dollar wise would be. Yeah, I don't know.
4: <laughs>
1: I don't know. I don't want. To. When you look at regular <laughs>
3: I don't property taxes, yeah. yeah, I could probably
4: find out, but I'm sure it's not cheap.
1: No,
3: nothing's cheap these days.
4: No, not at all. But I mean, that's what they when you buy the car though, they stick it on there. Right, it's on there. But they had a lot of incentives, you know. That, mm. that came out, and they've they've dropped interest somewhat. Uh, but I've seen my brother actually just bought a new uh, 2024 um, Chevy Silverado Z71. Nice. And uh, I think he his interest was around six percent. I've seen mm. a couple but,
3: interest deals. But they did yeah. uh,
4: they did have seven thousand off on the sticker, so they were really? they were dealing. Wow. You know, where before it was like, oh, you want a vehicle? The sticker price or sticker price plus, depending on what you're going to buy. So they they uh, manufacturers are doing some uh, good incentives. So let's oh, yeah. um, where are we going? Let's run out to the woodlands and and uh, talk to Mac. Mac, good morning. You're on with the Auto Pros. Uh,
7: thank you, sir. <clears throat> About three months ago, I bought a 2020 GMC Sierra. Uh, it's got the 5.3, and uh, from my son-in-law. And so, in the interim, that I've been driving it, I noticed that one of the Big issues I'm concerned about is, oh, did I tell you it had 53,000? Okay. Uh, Is the maybe a parking y'all problem because intermittently it's difficult to get it out of park into uh, another gear. Uh, Sometimes it works smoothly. It doesn't make a difference whether it's on an incline or whether it's on a level deal. I have equal problems. Uh, in, in addition to that, I've noticed that there's been occasions where it seems like it slips when it's shifting. When I'm doing a, a gentle increase from a stop, maybe up a an incline and a turn, mm-hmm. uh, where it'll kind of slip while it's trying to shift. So I'm thinking I've got enough of a situation that I need to take it in to the dealer for the since I've got that uh, 60,000 mile drivetrain warranty.
4: Absolutely. Yeah. You're still under the powertrain, so I would definitely get it in and and, um, take them for a ride. And, you know, if you can duplicate that slipping, you know, show them what it's doing. That way, you know, they just don't take it in there and, oh, well, we drove it around. We couldn't duplicate it or whatnot. If it's something that you can reproduce, um, that's that's definitely the way to do it. And it's always
7: been a challenge in in the past, is trying to get it to perform at the right time.
4: Any
1: kind of messages on the dashboard, like shift to park or anything like that, or
7: ask me
1: that again. Uh, do you ever get any kind of message on the dashboard that says shift to park, or like the like the P or some of the indicators on the Prindle doesn't light up or anything like that? No, sir. Yeah, because I know. And the had...
7: interesting thing about the parking, y'all, uh, I can't figure out why it would be intermittent, and uh, so.
1: Yeah, because that's that's what is you that, call your shift that, your shift interlock when you're saying you can't get it out of park, right?
7: Well, I can get it, but I have to very be very forceful, and it, you know, it's uh, it requires too much force. To me, it's not operating properly. Mm-hmm. Uh, then other times it slides right out of park uh, just as easily as it's moving through any of the other gears.
3: Well, and it, as you so mentioned, when you take it to the dealer, it'll be like going to the doctor and you quit sneezing. It may not. It may not act up, but still get it recorded. Still yeah. go on in and you know leave it with them for a couple of days where they have time to really work with it, and also make sure that they document it for you. Okay,
7: wonderful. Mm-hmm. It almost hey, sound, thank it, you so much. It almost
1: sounds like the shift interlock solenoid's hanging because he says he, if you if you force it, you can get it to come out of park. Like it's almost out, just not quite.
4: Yeah, you could you could have an issue because the the shift interlock solenoid now it gets its signal from your brake switch. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you have to make sure your brake switch. Do you ever step on your brake pedal and kind of hear a little clicking up there, which would indicate the the shift interlock solenoid itself is moving and it's getting a brake switch signal? Do you ever hear that? No, sir. Yeah. But right
7: you... now, I'm I'm idling and I was getting ready to park. I mean, pull it out a park. Mm-hmm. I've got my foot on the brake, and it's uh, the only thing clicking is the door <laughs> door lock.
1: It's doing that when you're trying to take it out apart?
7: Right. Hmm.
4: The
1: door locks are clicking? Oh, because well, it's I, they're wanting the lock, I guess, because no, okay. he's, he's putting it in the drive, trying to put it in the drive.
7: Yeah. Actually, in the reverse.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, so, out of
7: three times I just attempted, the first two were difficult. The last one's...
3: It did it smoothly. Oh, see, like it's getting a late signal.
1: Yeah, well, you see, the fact that door locks are activating means it's seeing that thing start to move. You know, that's your park position switch that's in the transmission. It's almost like the solenoid is dragging, like it ain't quite pulling out, you know,
4: to to release it. You know? <laughs> yeah, and, there, and there, there is a electronic control where that shifter goes through there in the column. There is an electronic control right there that, that may be malfunctioning, too, so... You know, when you take it in there, definitely have them take a look at it, and they can put a scanner on and and look at all the different inputs and everything and and see what's not working, you know, especially if you can get it in in that condition.
7: Let me introduce one other thing. Sometimes I've tried pressing on the brake pedal Mm
4: -hmm. harder Mm
7: -hmm. uh, than I, I typically would, and sometimes that seemed like that helped. Yes, um, right. Especially if I'm on an
1: incline. Yeah, and that might be a park position switch. I mean, a right. brake pedal brake position, switch. Brake position switch. Okay, so it could be other things than the yeah. parking and y'all. In
7: other words, what you're saying.
1: Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot, lots of things that go into making that thing work. Because normally, input. if you just have the key on, engine shut off, where it's quieter, and if you put your ear close to the steering column when you step on that brake, you should hear that shift interlock activate. Okay. Well, and, and it, out
3: of curiosity, when you're putting, so the first two tries, it wouldn't come out of park. Were you taking your foot on and off the brake pedal at that point where maybe finally the switch did activate?
7: No. Mm-hmm. And it would come out of park, but it just had to apply a much greater force, much more force than should be required to pull it out, yeah. pull it into
1: reverse. And if you get one where it won't come out, if you take your foot, and you go on, off, on, off, on, off, on, off, like you're working that solenoid back and forth and then end in the on position, you know, does that help it come out apart? Well, I, mean, I just I just think
7: something's wrong. If, yeah. if I have to apply that much force well,
1: to get it out of. Well, I understand form. that, but I'm just trying to kind of
8: hone it into or, to that hone solenoid. Into, wh- hone yeah. into that
1: solenoid, because if you work that solenoid you. back and forth and it pops loose, then it's probably a solenoid that's hanging on it.
7: So, am I doing that with the gear shift or with the
1: brake? Just with the brake pedal. When you step on the brake pedal, you should you should hear it like it. You should hear kind of activate. Now, some I don't know. You may have that where you pull the gear selector toward you, it may activate it too.
4: Yeah, that one. Okay. Uh, that's that's a little electronic control module, if you will. That's on the column. So, the way that activates, it's not like uh, quite like the floor shifters they had, and they had the spring plunger type um, solenoid. So you may not really hear it as much more than than feel, but it's something that you, you know you can look at because you have to look at the brake switch that's your first input to activate the release. Okay, so that has to be working correctly and then you go up to where the shifter is on the column and you have to take a look at it there, and it may be an issue with that little electronic module for the shifter.
7: Okay, so I just tried putting uh, put on the brake. Pulling the gear shift to me, mm-hmm. and then trying to move it, and it's kind of like it's locked. It won't move. Mm-hmm. If I apply more pressure, it will. Then I have to apply too much pressure.
4: Okay. Yeah, you may large. have. Yeah, you could have a malfunctioning brake light switch.
7: Malfunctioning brake what?
4: Brake light switch that's down there on the brake, brake pedal. Light yes, sir. Okay. And your and your your brake lights, you can always check and see if they're working or make sure they're working. But even if they're working, that doesn't mean the brake switch itself uh, is good because there's still a, a separate circuit on that switch yep. for the shift interlock.
7: Okay. And what about the slippage uh, in low gears when I'm trying to accelerate? Yeah, uh, is, it, is, that the, scenario?
4: is that the six speed tranny in that one? Do you know? I think it is. Yeah, it probably is. So I, I would definitely take it in because it's under powertrain. If it's slipping like that, they may want to do some type of software update if it's available for the trans control module. If that doesn't fix it, it's probably going to need a tranny. Very, very common okay. failure.
7: Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much for your input.
4: Thanks and for your call, Mike. your help. Yes, sir. Appreciate your call. And we have some open lines. Give us a call. 281-558-5738. That's 281 281- Five five eight fifty seven thirty eight. Who's up there, Lynn?
3: We have Ken out in Spring. Welcome back to the Auto Pros Radio Show, Ken.
5: Thanks. Okay. Um, I presume I'm convinced. Just double checking. It is the IAC valve. Um, it's a simple little thing. This must be like the choke from the old days, right? Yeah. Uh, okay. So it it is spring loaded, and it looks like the spring keep, it keeps the a little piston in the open position, right? And, um, and then I can move that. I also tried the mechanic in a can, cleaned out a little carbon. But <laughs> um, but then, but then uh, and I can reach in with a small straight slot and move that plunger down to close the valve. Mm-hmm. But when I apply voltage to the connectors, either polarity, uh, I can hear it click, but there's no movement of that piston.
4: Yeah, they should move. Yep. Yeah, yep, it, it should, should close.
5: So. It should close, and then when I release voltage, it should open.
4: Yeah, and you, you don't want to hold voltage on that real long. Yeah, though. not very long.
5: No, I was just going tick
4: tick tick yeah. tick. Right. Tick, yeah, tick, just tick. pulse it because that's what it does. So.
5: Yeah.
4: Yeah. Yeah. You're on yeah, the money. A, so.
5: Yeah. Okay.
3: Now there's a plan, Ken.
5: Yeah, there is. I'm going to put <laughs> it back on. It took longer to find the eight millimeter socket.
3: Yeah, I bet.
4: I bet did.
5: Have a great day. Thanks for guys. the update. Thanks for yeah, the yeah. call.
9: All right, you
4: try to clean it and it doesn't yeah. work. You know, it's worth a shot. Yep. But sometimes you can't bring back the dead, right? Yep. I mean, sometimes you just got to go buy that part.
3: Well, and they just, they, as we mentioned before, they failed a lot.
4: Yeah. Oh, so. very common. Yeah. I mean, you know, that was well, 2005. It's it's done its job. It's, mm-hmm. it's done a lot of work over the years. And it can only compensate so much. And then it's time, you know, it's, a, it's electronic part. Electronic mechanical parts, they wear out. Right. You know, that's what they do. Yeah. Yep. I tell people, it's just like one day you walk in, turn the light on, and the light bulb goes out, it's just time. I tell yeah. you,
3: and they're like tennis shoes. They go out in pairs and quadruple, right. you know, it's mm-hmm. they've all got the same wear.
4: Yeah, my light bulb was fine yesterday. I don't know why it went out. <laughs> it's like when, we, you know, you go to bed and feel good, and you wake up feeling bad. Yeah. I
3: bet your wife told you, you hit the switch last. It's all your fault. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Got you to get things that in perspective. That? You hear that? Right.
4: <laughs> Lynn's giving you a hard time, All but right. it's probably true. Yeah,
1: let's go and talk to John and Tom Ball. John, you're up.
10: Good morning, gentlemen and ladies.
4: Hello, Hi. John.
10: Do you have any uh, experience with uh, portable generators?
4: Yes, sir. I have one. Yeah, I have
3: experience with carburetors getting clogged up yeah. on them.
10: <laughs> I am the carburetor man. Okay, uh, do you suggest uh, it's for my camper? Mm-hmm. my electricity's out I want to get it a little portable i seen something that I can move around where I want to put it uh, what brand would you do you all use uh, one of them small ones what brand would you suggest would it, would it be propane or gas
3: what are you going to power with
4: it John are you going to try gonna and run an air, air conditioner
10: I'm going to power a space heater
3: and a hot plate okay
4: Okay, so you're going to need... Fair amount. You're going to need... it, Yeah, If you're any kind of heating element is is hard on them. So are you going to run it on a, a 110, a 30 amp? How you planning on doing it?
10: That's exactly how I'm doing it.
4: I like propane. I like propane just because you don't have to, to worry about running the gas through there and... You know, getting everything gummed up, and I have easier
3: to travel with too. Yeah, I have, a yeah. Fr- I
4: have a friend that he he was a small engine technician for all his life, many many years, and he has a propane generator and loves it because mm-hmm. you know we don't use them a lot. You know, so when they sit, uh, I really like the propane uh, one. I have my portable generator that I have; it's a Honda. Uh, it's a gas powered, uh, but it's only a one ten, but it's really fuel efficient. You know, you can you can run quite a bit, but I will say it, something like that. Uh, anything with the heating element, it chokes it down pretty hard, you know, on startup.
3: Yeah, I think I would try to not run the space heater and the hot plate at the same time. Right. You know, heat the heat the camper up, and then once it's warm, turn the heater off and do the hot plate. And look at whichever one has the biggest electrical draw. I
4: mean, your furnace, your furnace yeah. on an RV, it lights and will run on twelve volts. It will run on those batteries, and no no problem. Plug a coffee pot in. And listen to that generator choke. Wow! Yeah, it's really so. The hot
3: plate might be worse than the space heater. Oh yeah. Depending on the space heater too. Because
4: that 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 was always one good way to test your batteries on your RV, is unplug from shore power, and turn the furnace on.
10: I don't have the batteries. Said the furnace don't work. Ah. The thing is, I'm looking at a 3,500 watt uh, 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 Pro Yama, whatever it is. It's only 400 bucks plus taxes. Uh-huh. and I can put it where I want it. And I don't want to go with the gas because I don't have no place to keep a five-gallon uh, gas can without it collecting moisture, so I mm-hmm. think propane would be better
4: for me, don't you? Absolutely, yes, sir.
3: And I assume Pro Yamaha is a Yamaha, which, you know, you're, it's a good brand. I wouldn't have any issue with anything Yamaha makes.
10: Well, it's, it's Amazon. I can have it in two days.
4: Perfect. Yeah, I think it uh, would serve you good
10: uh uh what about uh uh putting it out won't the the wind and the rain affect it
4: well you don't want any you know i mean they're made to an extent to to get wet just because they're they're out in the elements but you don't want something that's tranched you know if it's going to sit out there or sit out quite a bit i would try to cover it with something
10: no it's not going to sit out i, I want a portable so i can bring it inside when it you know when the weather's terrible
4: i got you yeah, you wouldn't you wouldn't have any problem. The only thing that that you might want to do and is always a good idea. If anything that you plug in electrically to it, use some dielectric grease, you know, on there when you go to plug it in, and that way it just kind of gives it a good coating uh, on the on the connector itself.
10: Yeah, see, it's a 3,500 watt my my hot plate and my uh, 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 space heater. They're a, a 1,500 max, but I only run them. I just gotta it goes from from one to ten and i ain't never put a past number three.
4: okay yeah i think you'd so, be fine with that one
10: okay i just thought i'd ask somebody who knows i don't know what to do and i gotta order the same uh by tomorrow and i can have it in two days i'm so tired of breathing propane fumes i could
4: choke yeah well you know try it out and it's an amazon so they're usually pretty good about returns if for some reason it doesn't fit your needs you know you could probably always swap it out for something else how do you swap it out i wonder amazon has pretty good return, return policy yeah, they really do it
3: depends on who's selling it on amazon yeah. so you have to pay a little bit of attention to that um so check their return policy before you decide and it looks like the Pro Yama comes gasoline and propane, so yeah. be careful which one you so buy. So you can too. do, it.
4: yeah. Sometimes you can do either or.
10: Yeah, I don't want to catch my carburetor on fire again.
4: No, <laughs> you don't want to do that.
10: Boy, my I got that all that job done. Did myself, man. It looks like a brand new shiny nickel now.
4: Nice, very nice. I'm so
10: proud of myself. Well, oh, Thanks for the information. Honey. I love your show. I was thinking about old Skeeter all week. Ah, boy, we scared we come back.
4: i mm-hmm. a good man, wasn't it? Yeah, he sure was.
10: Yeah. And probably still is. Oh, Thanks for your time. Yes,
4: hey,
3: sir. John, thank you. All
1: right, we're going go back out and take a quick break here. Coming up on our last segment of the show, so give us a call 281 558 5738. You're listening to the Auto Approach Radio Show here on 700 KSCV The Voice. We'll be right back
2: you bet and i haven't even saddled my pony yet have mercy miss percy i done put the coon tune on this bed that's right that's right that's right
4: are you needing to have your vehicles scheduled maintenance performed or mechanical repairs done don't wait go to autoprosradio.com See all of our recommended preferred service centers in your area and give them a call today to schedule an appointment to have your vehicle serviced and have that peace of mind your vehicle will be safe. And remember to tell your friends about the Auto Pros Radio Show every Saturday, 10 to noon, here on AM 700 KSEV.
3: Whether you're rolling in a daily driver or a DeLorean, David's Auto Central in Stafford can take care of all of your vehicle needs. From preventive maintenance to advanced diagnostic services, you can count on David and his staff to take care of both you and your vehicles. With decades of experience and a commitment to quality, David's Auto Central can handle all of your mechanical repairs, maintenance, fleet, and even customization needs. Learn more at davidsautocentral.com or visit David and his amazing staff at 2526 5th Street in Stafford. 281-499-9684 that's 281-499-9684 david's auto central
4: beckwith car care has been servicing the humble atascacita and surrounding areas for more than 34 years you don't in business that long without providing great customer service and repairs done right the first time beckwith has factory trained technicians that know how to diagnose and repair your vehicle They provide a nationwide three-year, 36,000-mile warranty and free shuttle service to work, home, or play. They can arrange to pick up your vehicle if needed. Visit Beckwiths.com and schedule an online appointment to have your vehicle repaired or maintenance services performed. Give them a call, 281-540-2000. That's 281-540-2000, Beckwiths Car Care.
3: For more than 45 years, yep, that's what we said, 45 years. Green and White Automotive has served the spring area as your dealership alternative for quality automotive maintenance and repairs. Family owned and operated, they're small enough to know you and big enough to serve you. Green and White Automotive is at 1020 Spring Cypress Road, just east of Highway 45. Easy to get to and ready to take care of you and your vehicle. That's Green and White Automotive in spring. Give Kent a call at 281-353-7682, 281-353-7682, greenandwhiteautomotive.com.
1: Welcome back to Auto Pros
4: Radio. Running on Empty. Running on Empty. That's my song right it there. Is
3: the yeah. last segment of the Auto Pros Radio show for this weekend.
4: That's right. We're not running on Empty. We still got plenty of time to take your calls. Car questions, 281 558 5738. That's 281 558 5738. Two for one special for Mr. Gary Knight and Robert Gruner. Hey, maybe right.
3: we should take some music requests for all of our new 2024 music that'll be coming up February go. 1st.
4: Yeah, if you have any. Uh, Request for bumper yeah, music. Request for, our, we're going to change some music up a bit. We're going to kind of keep the same theme. Seems like we all enjoy these good old tunes. Yeah. But if you have any uh, any ideas or songs that you might want to hear us uh, use, uh, definitely let us know when you call in and we'll jot it down and see what we can come up with.
3: Yeah, and if you're shy, you can send us an email, info at com. You can do that with a car question as well. You do not have to wait until Saturday morning to uh, solve your automotive problems.
4: That's right. So, if you have a problem during the week. Yeah. do you get your email set up? I didn't. I mean, don't oh, I mean, I'm waiting on you guys. What? No, I, actually. I it's was, all on you, Robert. We, no, we were trying to set a second account up on, uh. my, on mine, and I was going to talk to my IT guy, and yeah. he's on vacation. Uh, <laughs> Imagine that. I think so. it was the holidays yeah, or something, right? Going, yeah, I'll, I'll see him this uh, next week, so I'll hit him up. I'll take the computer up there and see if he can get yeah. me set up. So, Robert yep. doesn't have to keep forwarding me emails. Right. And, <laughs> and,
3: and I misspoke last segment. John, if you're still listening, I am not convinced that ProYama has anything to do with Yamaha. Yeah. It looks like it's a brand all of its own that they're just using that convenience, you know, four letters Familiar, in. There. Familiarity. familiarity. So um, the reviews are still decent, and as you said, Amazon's reasonable about returns. But um, They really are. But on the flip side, you can't go wrong with a Yamaha or a Honda, Honda generator. Honda generator yeah. be I'd be going. Yeah,
4: I mean, the main thing is, too, is look at the manufacturer's warranty on it. So, mm-hmm. John, when you buy that generator, you order it from Amazon and get it, there's going to be a like a warranty registration card in there with the actual manufacturer, and you want to fill that out so that all that information is sent back to them. So if you do have an issue... You can always go back to the manufacturer, say, within the first year if you got a problem, and, uh, you know, get it taken care of under warranty.
3: Well, yeah, and hopefully a brand that if you're traveling in that camper that you can have the warranty handled while you're on the road so you're not doing without while you're finishing your vacation.
4: Yeah, that's the other nice part. Keep that card, keep that 800 number mm-hmm. so you can call if you do have an emergency out of town, like you said. You know, hey, I need a dealer around here to take a look at my generator, and, uh, and they'll be able to point you in the right direction. So looking at that Proyama returns, yeah, non-returnable.
3: Mm. Non-returnable, okay. Due,
1: due to hazmat safety reasons.
4: Yeah. So. I, step I was curious about that. that. That's why I said look at the return yep. policies. Cause Always those, look at the return policy. Amazon's good, mm-hmm. but some of those type items, they, they won't take back. Yeah, yeah, I
1: mean, everybody thinks everything's returnable, and I know one time I went to return mm-hmm. something. I forget what what it was, but they're just like, "Oh, you can't return that," and I'm like, "What?" <laughs>
3: that's why this, we pay. For, that's why we pay for that membership, right? Yeah. And their shipping times have slowed down on a lot of things, not on everything, but you buy a Prime membership, and it's not always next day anymore.
4: It's like everybody uses Amazon. That's true. Those,
3: <laughs> those Amazon trucks are all over. But I the think place. that you know
4: we got through the holiday season, so hopefully that that's picked up, and you have so many more. You know, Amazon distribution centers popping up. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. You know, when you way. drive around, it's like, you know, I've had stuff come same day. Oh, yeah. I have, too. Yeah. My wife said, how do they do that? I said, well, they're not that far away. Right. They're, they're right down the street. <laughs> and they, they always talk about getting delivery by drone. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's Amazon, whether it's Domino's Pizza. Yeah. Imagine getting your pizza and droop, mm-hmm. dropped by a drone.
3: Well, and I haven't <laughs> seen actual <laughs> drones, but when I was no. up at Ohio State, they had the little robot Wields, oh yeah, you know, delivering. I think that's food uh, and everything else. I
4: think that's where they did a lot of their probably beta testing, if you will, around college campus and so forth. Because yeah. I'm sure that that keeps them pretty busy. Yeah, don't have to worry about them being sick or coming in late or gotta go to the doctor. We're paying them
3: fifteen dollars an hour to flip a burger. <laughs>
4: <laughs> hey, mom, I'm hungry. Can right. you order me a Domino's? Sure, we'll get it delivered. Yeah, go through on the internet and send it to you.
3: Yeah, would save a lot of staffing issues. Yeah. Give
4: us a call,
1: 281-558-5738. That's a whole nother show. Yes, it is.
3: <laughs> okay, uh, there are actually 0% financing deals on a lot of vehicles right now for 2024. So if you're nice. out there shopping, uh, on the Pacifica Hybrid, on the Ford Escape, Bronco Sport, Edge and Expedition, the Hyundai Tucson and Santa Fe. The Mazda CX-30 and the CX-5. That's a cute little car.
4: Very good cars, too. Um,
3: Mitsubishi Eclipse and Outlander. The Nissan Murano Titan and Altima. And the Subaru Solterra.
4: There's a lot. Yeah. So, I
3: mean, that's a lot. I haven't seen that many 0% APR deals for it's at least a, a couple years. Yeah, it's you been know? a long
4: time. I'll take zero interest anytime.
3: Yeah, and some of them even have loyalty rewards and the financing. A lot of the financing at 0% is just for 36 months, but that Ford Edge is for 60 months.
4: Yeah,
3: really? Yeah. They
1: must have a lot of those they're trying to get rid of. Right, that's exactly <laughs> it. And I'm well, sure they're trying is. to make,
3: these are on the 23s actually, yeah. so they can make room for the 24s. Right. Yeah.
4: Yeah, that's the time to buy a, a previous year model. Yeah. Right now if they still have them and you know it's something that you're fine with it's not a big deal if it's a body style change or mm-hmm. what not you know take advantage of the zero interest and buy that 23 model because depreciation is really not going to make that much not difference not enough
3: difference to matter uh
4: but it makes a difference in the zero interest versus six percent yeah. or plus yeah
3: pacifica hybrid zero percent for 60 months and up to a three thousand dollar bonus cash and
4: wow. the four edge you have a four edge robert yep, yep. yep. and uh, i know you really like it yeah it's been good other it's, than uh, your controls you were talking about for your uh, climate uh, yeah the touch screen that's just the only thing it's hard to deal with uh
1: you know, but it does have a heated steering wheel, and my uh, rain sensing wipers works on it, and a sunglass holder, <sighs> and a sunglass,
3: and, the sun- holder.
1: <laughs> and a sunglass. Oh, holder. I'm just comparing it to my F one fifty. It doesn't have it, and it doesn't work. I know. It's, uh,
4: <laughs> two friends of mine, Ali and Terry, have um, the Acura RDX, mm-hmm. and that's a nice little.
3: Oh, it's a nice vehicle. Nice
4: vehicles, you know, kind of midsize, if you will. But and it's got a. A nice screen, I call it an iPad, you mm-hmm. know, sitting on top of the dash because it's just mm-hmm. straight up and down. But down there in front of the center console, there's a mouse pad. Mm-hmm. Basically, you operate with your finger like a laptop. Yep. And so, while you're driving down the road, you can just operate that and, and go to your settings for your radio, change this and that. So, you don't have to reach up there, you mean? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's kind of hands-free while you're driving. You can just reach yeah, that over would there be, that would and be move easier. it around. That That's the first vehicle that I've seen that feature on. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's specific to the Acura, but...
8: I've um, seen it on another I one. Was, I, I know what was you're talking neat. about.
4: I've seen it on another one mm-hmm. where it's this little pad down there, and you put your finger on there and move it around. And yeah. I was I
1: was like, wow, that's pretty
4: cool. Because yeah. a lot of them, you know, now have steering wheel controls, and I like that. On uh, my little Nissan Frontier has the steering wheel controls, and my my Ford Super Duty has them as well. What I like about it is on the on the Frontier. I have all my radio, volume control, it's all nice. that. It's nice. Or to skip. Mm-hmm. To on the skip left to... side. Ah. And I drive with my left hand. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, but I can drive and, and use that real easy where on my Ford, it's opposite. The volume and everything. You've got to lift your right, Everything's right hand on up, the right please. side. So yeah, it I wish, is. I wish they were swapped around because I always had, my Hyundai always had it on the left side. Mm-hmm. And so you could drive down the road and you could turn the volume up and down or when your phone rings, you know. Yeah. And you're in Bluetooth hands-free, and you can adjust the volume, you know, coming through for your phone, you know, up and down depending on the caller or if there's a lot of background noise and so forth. so It'll
3: probably just be a matter of time before those buttons are programmable where you can go in and say, I want this button to do this function similar to some of the specialty keys on your laptop.
4: Yeah, it could be. You know, yeah. you can kind of assign. That, that's probably coming down the road, yeah. A lot of things you can assign on your dash now, being digital dash. Mm-hmm. You can move your gauges around, yeah, take a gauge away, put another one up. Except for your RPM on your F one hundred and fifty, can't do that, can you, Robert?
1: Yep. No. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's go out and talk to Karen real quick. See if we can't squeeze her in here. Karen, you're on Auto Pros Radio.
9: Hey, have y'all seen that new nine eleven uh, Porsche? It is amazing. Uh, zero to sixty in three seconds, but mm-hmm. my son-in-law says zero to sixty in two and a half seconds. That's he's it. tried it out is that what you're saying? Yeah, he's getting one um that wow. um it's a year and a half or a year wait. Wow. And then I think he's going to go pick it up in Stuttgart. but um I mean there's no autobahn to drive that car around here. Why 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 do? Um. Uh, that's true
3: uh, with I all supercars. I know, and you know? I hear
1: that heard of my Cadillac. Where can you
3: drive it that fast? And I'm well, like, well. <laughs> yeah, when they came, when they brought the Hellcat out, I thought, why in the world would you need over seven hundred horsepower on the road? <gasps> oh my god!
9: But seven hundred horsepower,
3: but it is really fun. I don't know, driving yeah. around. You Houston? want? It's not a need. It's a want. It's yeah. that. It's that exactly. immediate punch. Driving yeah.
4: around town, I thought the Autobahn was the beltway. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. <laughs> You almost get run uh, over Especially out there. 99. I'm right. telling you. Hey,
9: well, guess what? The uh, constable's office will let you know it's not. <laughs>
4: right. That they will. They yeah. will. <laughs> Did
9: he say what color <laughs> he's ordering? Have you seen that lime Black. Frame? Have you seen oh. it? there? There's one over in the showroom at Porsche, and i got to go over there today pick up um, a jacket for him. But unfortunately, I said, why are y'all making people wait a year and a half? Because they don't want that That's many pretty... 911s on the road.
4: Really? Does he yeah, get Is it the... getting a convertible or... Removed
9: no, uh, um, uh, yeah, I'll take you all a picture of it. It's it. it said, there's one sitting in the showroom. It says, uh, "Grip and Rip." So nice. It's it's only like I think five hundred and something horsepower. It's not seven hundred like she just said. Oh, mm-hmm. well, that's still more than you need, though. Yeah, as but you it's first that car's out. a whole lot
1: lighter than a Hellcat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that
9: it is. Oh, that that yep. Porsche nine
3: eleven.
4: Oh yeah.
9: Right. Yeah,
4: and, The main, and main and thing 11. is be safe with it.
9: Oh, yeah. I mean, where, where is he going to drive it? Of course, they live up in Austin on the other side of the hill.
8: Well, the there's that eight, one segment.
3: One, it's yeah. 85, man. 85 it's miles 85, per yeah. hour, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, that, uh, that car will eat up 85 miles per hour. Yeah. You, you can go cruising.
9: 85 on that um, that beltway between Austin and San Antonio. Oh, yeah, the yeah there's, there's a part yeah, there. A lot, yeah. of, a lot there. of
4: speed limits out there are 85 now. Yeah. Oh, really? So they think it's Autobahn, right? right? That's right, yeah. yeah.
9: Hey, you know what they say about the Audubon? If you get in an accident, you don't call 911, you don't call EMS, you call for the body bags. Right, yeah, <laughs> I can imagine. Probably so. <laughs> All right, imagine. we're co-
1: coming up on end of the show here, Karen. Hey, thanks thank for the call.
9: thank you for the show. Thank you for your show. Just wanted to give a little shout-out for a force.
1: All right, wow. ma'am, thank for you for your call. All right, Lynn, Jody, thanks for being here. Yes, Always sir. fun. Always glad to be me, here. Me and Jody will be here next week. Lynn will be out being a snow
0: bunny.
3: Yes, I might. You've been listening hooky. to the Auto
1: Pros Radio Show here on 700 KCB The
0: Voice. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to the Auto Pros Radio Show. Hey, if you need help during the week, go to our website, autoprosradio.com. Or, if you need your car service, see all of our recommended preferred service centers in your area. Check out our Facebook page at autoprosradio.com for the latest posts on what's going on in the automotive industry. Share a comment with us and tell your friends about the Auto Pros Radio Show every Saturday, 10 to noon, here on AM700 KSEV, the voice of Texas.